A reading by Gordon McKeeman, A Drop in the Bucket. What it says about inadequacy, futility, insignificance, the drop in the bucket. What's the sense? What's the use? We're no longer in the center of things. Copernicus removed the earth from the center of the solar system. Darwin removed humans from the center of the earth. Astronomy has removed the solar system from the center of the universe. Well, who are we then? And where are we? Physiologists call us weak, watery solutions, more or less jellyfied. Just suppose that we are the merest drops in a bucket. There are unspoken assumptions here. We assume that a full bucket is what we're aiming at, and then until the bucket is full, nothing has been accomplished. There is never a shortage of buckets. The empty bucket litany is long and tedious. Racism, sexism, ableism, authoritarianism, oppression, injustice, violence, environmental degradation, overpopulation, you feel like a drop in the bucket. Who asked you to fill the bucket, especially all alone? Remember how many there are who share your concern. We may feel daunted, but we are not one drop. A sense of isolation is the parent of the drop in the bucket feeling. Sometimes one can decide the size of the bucket. Don't think you can do a large bucket. Try a smaller size, even imparting a bit of hope, a pat on the back, a financial contribution, a few hours of volunteer service. Every drop helps. It might even be wise to remember why you need to help fill this bucket, possibly to quench the thirst of someone hard at work filling a larger one. That buckets of whatever size are filled a drop at a time. If you don't help, it will take even longer. That drop may be one of the last ones needed. Why is it that our image is of the first drop in the bucket? Where would we be if everybody gave up putting drops in the bucket? Probably much worse off. Persistence depends on patience, on keeping at it when there is little to reassure us. It would be too bad to give up, to sit back, bemoan the sorry state of the world, and wonder why somebody, anybody, everybody, but not me, thank you, doesn't do something about it. After all, the Grand Canyon was fashioned by drops of water, as ordinary as they seem.
In the scale of the world, we are insignificant. We may go outside at night and look up at the stars and recognize that there is an infinity of space and an uncountable number of stars and an unimaginable number of galaxies that expand beyond what we can even imagine. Our planet is a small blip in the cosmic reality. And each of us only live a short span of time. And we are one among billions of inhabitants who have lived on this speck of cosmic dust. How important are we really? Depending on how we feel at the moment, this may make us feel like nothing we do matters. Or on the other hand, it may be very freeing, very liberating. We can embrace the wonder of being part of the vastness. We can settle into the mystery of being part of something so much wider and deeper and further than our consciousness can even fathom. We are drops of water, part of the gallons that fill a bucket. I've often taken a bucket and set it under a leaky faucet in my house and come back the next day amazed to see that the bucket's actually overflowing, just one insignificant drop at a time. A drop is so small, but when it's joined by all the other drops, it slowly builds up and accumulates and soon becomes some, something significant. It's enough. It's enough to water the earth. It's enough to bathe the child in. It's enough to quench your thirst. We are drops of water and we add to the wholeness. When I traveled to Northern Minnesota last weekend to be one of those witnessing the Line 3 protests, my presence was insignificant. I was just one soul. I was in this remote location, a part, a place of very little interest to the rest of the country. But when my one soul was joined by 1,999 other souls, we became a significant crowd for that location. We were large enough to shut down the road. We were large enough to occupy a drilling platform. We were enough to make headline news so the nation could learn what was happening. Drops gathering together to create a bucket of water. Marsha P. Johnson was a drop of water, a single person in the vastness of New York City. But when she threw her shot glass, she gathered the drops of the gay genderqueer community and they transformed the gay, lesbian, transgender, non-binary community together. Rebecca Solnit in her book called Hope in the Dark explores this as she tells histories of seemingly small acts, little drops of bucket of time that eventually accumulate. She tells the story of the Women Strike for Peace group that started in 1961 with a few women who used to dress up as ordinary housewives. One woman talked about how foolish and futile she felt standing in the rain protesting the nuclear arms accumulation. And years later, the same woman attended a lecture by Dr. Benjamin Spock, who had become one of the most high-profile high activists on the issue. And he stated 
that the turning point for him came when he saw a small group of women standing in the rain in the front of the White House. If they were so passionate, he thought, then he needed to give the issue more consideration. We are drops of water in a bucket and we never know which drop we might be. We might be the first drop in the bucket, small, seemingly insignificant, but a drop nonetheless. We may be in the middle, the cups that accumulate that can't be distinguished from the other drops, but are all needed to fill the bucket. We might be that last drop causing the bucket to overflow and transform the land as the soil it rests on erodes away or grass suddenly sprouts up. We don't know the consequences of what we do. When Christy weeds and plants flower pots on the church deck, she doesn't know whose heart will find grace at the blooming of the flower that results. When Lawrence greets someone at the open door of our church, he doesn't know whose soul will feel relieved at being noticed. When Josh takes youth for coffee, he may not be aware of all the thirsts that are quenched. And when Janelle volunteers one more time to have the slideshow ready for Sunday morning services, she may not be fully aware of the full experience she nourishes for someone who feels isolated or lonely. We're each part of something bigger than ourselves. When we give our time to an endeavor, when we attend to the small bits that create the whole, we're bending our efforts to making the world someplace better for all. It is all, all too easy these days to be kept trapped in this binary way of thinking, right? Our culture leads us down this path of opposites. We're either insignificant and unimportant or we are powerful and we make a difference in the world. Either we live in hope or we live in despair, either this or either that. What we need to do is internalize this knowledge that both of these are true at the same time. We are both insignificant and powerful together. What we do matters. And it is in this realization, we as a church gather to witness the small acts that each of us do that together make this community a place that has the potential to change lives and to alter the world. What you do here to make this building beautiful and to make our community loving is add your drop to the bucket of possibility 